earlier today, Hunter Biden made a surprising appearance at a committee hearing. He showed up. Most of people, well, most people that I spoke with didn't think it was going to happen, but he did make an appearance. It was very, very brief, though. Hunter was uh, obviously a little intimidated by Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. As soon as Congressman James Comer made the announcement that she was next to speak, he ran off. And it's quite interesting, mainly because it obviously looks rehearsed. It doesn't look like this was organic. And interesting enough, though, we had Nancy Mace. So Congresswoman Nancy Mace actually spoke out about this because she was one of the few who went after her fellow Republicans for not showing up when they were subpoenaed. So let's take a listen to what Nancy Mace had to say uh, earlier as a reaction to all of this going on. Series. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition. And you still can't today. Um, I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now because it wasn't long ago, too, my friends on the other side of the aisle, um, that you also believed in the, the power of a congressional subpoena. Not long ago at all. You believed in holding those who refused to comply with a congressional subpoena accountable. And I stood with each and every one of you. I am the only member in this room today who has held a member of my own party in contempt of Congress for not showing up for a subpoena. And I see nothing but complete hypocrisy on the other side of the aisle. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid. So there you have it. I want to bring in my next guest, America First Legal's Johnson Drozny. He is the former senior policy advisor for the Trump administration. John, thank you for being here. Listen, Nancy Mace, uh, she's seems to be surprised, right? We saw that when the roles were reversed, she did support Democrats. And it's the reason why I always tell Republicans not to jump on the other side and help them out, because when the roles are reversed, they don't seem to want to act on their own. What's your take of what's unfolding today? And are there any legal ramifications for this? Hey, Brandon, thank you so much for having me on your show. Uh, you know, it's, it's been said before that if the Democrats didn't have double standards, they wouldn't have any standards at all. And this is pretty solid proof of that, right? You have a situation where uh, a member clearly basically defied Congress, clearly is subject to a subpoena, clearly doesn't want to have anything to do with it. He wants the drama and the appearance of, of compliance without actually complying. And Ms. Mace was 100% correct. Like, uh, she voted with Democrats expecting them to be consistent, and that was a mistake. Um, and now Hunter's going to walk. You know, the one thing that uh, people forget, and by the way, too, if they do pursue contempt against Hunter Biden, you and I both know what's going to happen. It's going to be referred to the current Department of Justice and end up in a circular filing cabinet. Um, very few people know that the sergeant-at-arms of the United States House of Representatives can actually arrest people. Uh, so I'm actually kind of shocked that they didn't just have him standing outside the door, making sure he was detained for at least the, the proceeding. Um, but that's something that very few people know can be done, but it can be done. And, you know, uh, if Congress ever wants to do that with a situation like this in the future, they should think about it. Interesting enough. Now, who would ultimately make that call in Congress to do so? That's a good question. I mean, I think that would be directed by the Speaker of the House. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we, it, one of the things we talk about is there is, uh, we talk about House leadership and Senate leadership in quotes, but... Um, the Senate really has an officer, but it's not the same as the Speaker of the House. And I believe the Speaker controls that function. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it really it is something that should be looked into for circumstances like this. And I think it's uh, you have a unique situation, Brianna, where you have uh, the president's son, who is very hostile to following the law. And uh, he's right there in front of Congress and they, they can't make it stick. So uh, we'll see what happens in the future.
Yeah, ultimately, I mean, we, we want them to follow the law, but there's no ramifications for when they when they do. Unfortunately, people like Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon, they learned the hard way, and they're going to learn the hard way because they're probably going to be sent to the prison time for contempt. And uh, members of the Biden regime and their close family members will not. And that's just the standard that this new uh, regime has kind of set. So it's unfortunate when Nancy Mace gets upset over these things, right, that Democrats aren't uh, doing the same that they were doing when the roles were reversed. But we we always warn about this. Don't side with Democrats. Don't give in. Don't do this, you know, righteousness thing where you're pretending like there's something. Uh, oh, we have to we have to set the standards. We have to stop doing that. Lesson learned, I guess. I want to jump over to something else, though. Uh, DHS Secretary uh, Mayorkas is facing impeachment uh, threats right now. Obviously, the hearings are underway. We saw it fail the first time when Marjorie Taylor Greene kind of pushed it forward. Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene tried to push it forward. Uh, She fell short of that because it was very premature. But now it seems legit, right? Now we kind of have... Uh, this this impeachment hearing happening, and it looks like he might actually end up getting impeached. Now, I want to bring up this great soundbite uh, earlier this week. Uh, Florida Congresswoman uh, Kamak, I believe is her name, she spoke out on Fox News about all of this. And so ultimately, she's saying that she was receiving, well, she potentially received the threat from Mayorkas when she proposed the idea of him being impeached. I want to play that real quick and then get your reaction to that on the other side of this. You know, he has lied repeatedly to Congress. He has been negligent in his duties. He needs to go. He needs to be impeached. Our national security depends on it. Do you think it'll happen? Absolutely. I have yet to meet one Republican. Heck, I even know of some Democrats that are anxious to get rid of him. And let me remind you, when behind closed doors, we told him, you're you're getting ready to be impeached. He said, you're not going to like who comes next. I asked him if that was a threat. Whoa. He just smiled. This man is dangerous. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he is two-faced. We need to get rid of him now. What did he mean, who comes next? Well, that was the big question. I asked him, I said, is that a threat? And he just smiled. And I thought, this man knows exactly what he's doing. This is 100% by design. They want an open border crisis, whether it is Mm. for a whether it's for future votes as they work to get rid of citizenship as a requirement for voting. We're not sure. But he was very, very clear in what he said. And there were other members in the room. So I will never forget that. And as we go to impeach him for his negligence, for him destroying our national security and eroding our national sovereignty, that will be top of mind. Okay, so, John, I want your reaction to that, because that was very... That was interesting. Did it sound like a threat to you? Because it sounded like a threat to me. Brianna, it it totally sounded like a threat to me, quite frankly. You have to remember something about Alejandro Mayorkas. He is one of the most vile human beings to ever draw a federal paycheck. He is thuggish. He treats people poorly. He is a radical leftist. And everything Ms. Kamak said in that clip is 100% true from, um, you know, she talked about what he said to her and perceived it as a threat. I agree with her. But she was also 100% right about what this is about. Alejandro Mayorkas is intentionally tanking federal law, abdicating on federal duties, ignoring the safety concerns of the United States citizens intentionally for a policy goal, which I believe is exactly like Ms. Kamek said, basically to flood the zone to make sure they've got enough voters in the future. Because when you spend 50 years aborting Americans in the womb, you're short about 64 million voters and you've got to find those votes somewhere. So um, I think that's absolutely what's going on. Uh, I think what she said, too, is spot on in terms of the sentiment regarding him because he has a unique contempt for Congress and he shows it at every turn. Um, I suspect one of the impeachment, I can't prove this, but based on what I've seen so far, 
uh, what I've heard from members and what I've seen in the news, I think one of the impeachment charges will probably focus on uh, his fictitious statements or false statements to Congress, rather, um, because he's basically lied to their faces several times, including during sworn testimony. So, um, yeah, he's he's um, what I consider him to be is the type of person who should never have a federal job mm -hmm. because he takes the salary. He has all these benefits. He has the perks of being in, in charge of an agency, uh, but he doesn't do his job. He's intentionally not doing his job for policy gain. And Americans are literally dying as a result of him being in office. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Honestly, I feel like this is all intentional at this point. There's no way that this is just uh, flying under their radar. They're putting us all at risk. We're constantly seeing lists uh, being made public or leaks, I guess I should say, regarding the suspected terrorists that are making their way into this country. And that's the ones that we, we catch. And so unfortunately, as an American who's very concerned, it looks like they're setting us up for a disaster and everyone should be deeply worried about this. Do you think that even if they do impeach Mayorkas, do you think the person who comes in behind him will be even more radical than he is? Uh, well, that's a good question. That, that depends on certain circumstances. But I think that's obviously what he meant. Yeah. That's probably what the Biden administration would do. The good news or bad news, depending on your perspective, is it's January of 2024. Um, and even though Republicans in the Senate are kind of weak, they may not be jumping all over themselves to confirm a new Secretary of Homeland Security. They may just have to make do with the current deputy secretary who'd then become acting secretary were he to disappear. Um, and, I, you know, you and I both know that some things will continue to be the same. Um, in fact, most things will continue to be the same. But we learned the hard way in the Trump administration that when you're you don't have a Senate confirmed secretary of a cabinet agency like Homeland Security and you have an acting secretary like we did with Chad Wolf, uh, you have problems with a lot of things getting finalized, including regulations. So yeah. the Republicans should take this as a, a chance to stop the Biden administration by removing Alejandro Mayorkas. You know, whether he do I think he'll be removed by the Senate? No. But do I think the Biden administration might say, look, Ali, we got you a job at the on the board of Boeing. Uh, we need you to go. We don't have time for your impeachment defense and Joe Biden's impeachment defense. He might go and then they'll have to deal with what they've got. Uh, it could come up the works. And I think Republicans should take it as an opportunity. That's a positive again, to come up this administration because of all the damage they're doing when they are unblocked. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that, John. And listen, a lot of Americans are concerned. It's not just an, a Republican issue at this point. I think a lot of Democratic voters or, or Democrat voters are seeing this in their community play out as well. Uh, in New York yesterday, John, you and I are from New York City. We, we saw video of parents uh, outraged because their kids are being cooked, uh, kicked out of school. They are being forced now to be taught remotely so that they mm -hmm. can make way for these illegal migrants to live in the schools. And it's unfortunate, but what we're doing now, and I think that this needs to happen as, as horrible as that is, I think it needs to happen. I think, you know, blue voters need to understand what the ramifications of voting for these beliefs really, really is. They're, they're not seeing it firsthand because it's happening in Texas, Arizona and the border states. But you got to force these issues to their community to get them to change this habit. And it's happening during election year. Uh, I want to, before we wrap, I wanted to bring up this really interesting Rasmussen poll because it's a great one. Um, how accurate is it to describe the current situation with migrants at the border with Mexico as an invasion of the United States? Keyword, invasion. Now, according to Rasmussen, 60% of uh, white people they polled said that's accurate. Uh, amongst blacks, it was 74%. Other minorities, 73% felt that that was accurate. All voters agreed that it is extremely accurate, 65% accurate. So, John, what's your takeaway of this? Because it's going to play into the election year. We're about, what, 10 and a half months away from, from the big election. How do you think this is going to play out? 
You know, Brianna, that's a great question. I mean, I think the, those numbers are staggering, especially when you consider the minority uh, aspect of those, those poll, the poll. Um, and I'm assuming they're all citizens. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I always remind people of when the left runs around talking about demographics, black, Hispanic, blah, blah, blah. I think in terms of Americans. Yeah. And the reality is, um, you know, 70% of the U.S. Border Patrol is fourth-generation Mexican-American. These are people who care about the law and care about the United States. Black Americans in cities all over the country are getting screwed by the Biden administration because they can't get jobs, because illegal aliens are stealing those jobs and pushing their kids out of schools. Mm -hmm. So um, it's like you said, you know, we are, we are New Yorkers to some degree still, and uh, uh, New Yorkers do have, our fellow New Yorkers do have a blue streak, but at the same time, they're deeply commonsensical and they don't take abuse from anybody. And I think this is exactly like you said. It's been stuck at the border for so long. It is now a national problem. The volume and scale of the problem caused by Alejandro Mayorkas and Joe Biden is so awful. The stench is so high that it's now in almost every corner of the United States. And, you know, this, like you said, it has to happen. Uh, it sucks that some people are being pushed out of schools and so on. But we'll get to the other side. We just hope people come around in November. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. I mean, this is the only way that we're going to get them to see the other side of this. It's not a race issue. It's not a matter of of whether you're a racist or not for not wanting people to illegally enter your your country and go unvetted. It is a humanitarian crisis, of course, but it's now a humanitarian crisis for American citizens, and that's something that needs to be redirected. John Zendrosny, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. We look forward to having you back on very, very soon. I want to let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same worlds. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. Now you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. Hey everyone, I'm getting ready to head out right now, but before I go, I always have to put on some deodorant. And I used to look all the time for the best deodorant. I couldn't find it on the shelves at all until our good friends over at Give a Derm came out with a brand new deodorant. This one's called Pits Me Off. It's incredible. Watch this, it's super easy. Ta-da. 
and that's all you need. And it dries super quick. Obviously, I'm wearing black. There's no white residue left over. It's a natural deodorant. It's made right here in the USA. There's none of those Chinese harmful chemicals also included it. It's giveaderm.com, and then use the promo code Brianna for 10% off. You gotta try it. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.